episode 101 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, week 32 of the Hastings Report, with ESFL co-host Leon Pettit. We've got Dean Jinks, Crowhurst Reserve Team boss, on the report with us this week, talking Crowhurst Cup fever. Then we've got Timothy Beef Jones and his Tim's takes as Tim runs through our ladies' team win against Stenning Town. And finally, we've got the SBTS fan roundtable to round off an eventful week for our youths. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to week 32 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce week 32 of the Hastings Report with my wonderful co-host, Leon Pettit, as I always ask, Leon, how was your week? Yeah, all good, mate. Yeah, no, no dramas. Uh, other than Saturday, there was no dramas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get straight into the uh, SCFL, going straight into the uh, game at the Polgrove on the uh, on Wednesday, uh, 29th. Bexhill 6, Loxwood 0. Uh, Half time was 4-0. It was Thomas Vickers with a hat-trick, Corey Wheeler with 2 and Dominic Whitaker uh, scoring the goals, a game that... We expected uh, Bexhill to win, uh, and they absolutely put Loxwood to the sword at the Polgrove, Leon. Yeah, yeah, it was one one heck of a result. Didn't really see it see it coming, but oh, obviously everything went right for them on the night. Well, I did say I saw it coming last week, but you weren't <laughs> here, chap. Right, you were you were busy having a social life, right? Yeah. So then we move on to Saturday. Uh, it's uh, Stenning Town one, Little Common one. So anyway, we've got a match report from Little Common. Thank you very much, uh, Daniel Edridge, for sending this to me. His report is a dubious penalty two minutes into injury time ensured 10 men Little Common had to settle for a share of the spoils at high-flying Stenning Town. The Commoners were missing a trio of players in James Bunn, Lewis Parson and Ollie Weeks. But James Miriam Batchelor did make a return to the starting lineup. Fairly even affair with both teams having chances to open the scoring. Matt Crutwell making a a good save with his legs to deny an early chance for the host, while Freddie Warren was denied a, by a late-ditch tackle as he prepared to pull the trigger at the other end. Warren once again went close when he muscled his way through on, on goal, but, his, but the homekeeper repelled the, the goal-bound effort. The opening goal came in the 26th minute when a superb run from Sam Ellis saw him pull the ball back at the near post for Lewis Hole to prod home. The host saw a, a header drift wide and a long-range effort failed to trouble Crutwell in the goal. Five minutes into the second half, saw a pivotal moment in the match when Cobham were reduced to 10 men when Paul Feekins picked up his second caution in the afternoon. With a one-man advantage, the hosts started to dominate proceedings as Common looked to hold on to their slender lead. Despite dominating possession, 
Town failed to, to cause too many problems for the, the common defence, often wasteful in the final third, uh, limited to long-range efforts. The hosts were fortunate not to find themselves down to 10 men as well when Crutwell was caught late with a nasty-looking challenge, having already claimed the ball. Common's hard work was undone in the dying seconds after a coming together in the area. Oh, I don't know what to say about that. The referee pointed to the spot for another questionable decision. The resulting penalty was slotted home and Common were able to see out the re- remaining two minutes to claim a well-earned point. Any other, anything to add to that, Leon? Um, yeah, no, like you said, that little report there, considering the what they were up at, you know, going down to 10 men, going away, um, it was away from home, wasn't it? Yeah, going away from home, standing uh, one of the better sides in this division. So, um, yeah, look at it that way. Um, I think that's a good result for, for, for Common. So then on Saturday, a match report on uh, Bexhill. Uh, it was from the, the always wonderful Chris Van Rock. Um, Bexhill 2, Hassocks 1. Uh, Bexhill needed a win to overturn the away loss to Hassocks, but this game was far from looking like anything than a nil-nil draw. Like pulling teeth in the first half and without Tom Vickers, we just could not get going. The goal from Hassock, which was uh, Joe Ball got that goal before the break. And then an equaliser from Evan Archibald, who, who when fed a ball in front of the goal like that, he will always score. It was a classic striker, Evan. is. It looked like that was it, but a really poor corner from Ollie Hull delivered along the ground, chipped up. And from somewhere, Joe Summerbell scores. Hassocks must have felt like they were completely mugged but ended 2-1. An awful but strange game. Much needed points to take us to seventh. Well, a fairly honest uh, review there from uh, Chris Van Rock. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Leon? No more than what Chris has just said there. He was actually at the game, so I'll leave it with him. He's the little supporter. It certainly is. Right, and so we're moving to fixtures. So on the 8th, uh, on Saturday the 8th, uh, Bexhill have got Ruffy, um uh, coming to the pole grove, Bexhill should win this at a canter. I'm sure Ruffy, uh, bottom of the league. I don't expect anything but a Bexhill win. Would you be go along with that, Leon? Yeah, I concur. On the same day, uh, Little Common travel to Horsham. Little Common should sort of, you'd think they'd turn up and take the points at the Fort Road Recreational Ground. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'd think so. Just based on both teams' form at the minute, you'd have to favour Little Common, but obviously wary of the fact that they're. Um, you know they're away got to go to Horsham but um, no I'd still I'd still fancy a little common and the last fixture on the uh, Bank Holiday Monday which is an 11 o'clock kickoff, uh, Bexhill travel to Little Common in a massive derby Leon well it's a big time derby you never know how these things are going to go and um, what's your thoughts who's winning this one um, I might have to flip a coin with this one with a uh, yeah local derby game like that I think form goes out the window you look at the form book you'd, you'd go with Bexhill but mm. Yeah, any any local games like this, I think, just goes out the window, and it'll be a good, good entertaining game. Maybe a bit feisty, who knows? But um, <laughs> so from these sort of game games I've seen before, they they're normally good, good value for money. So um, yeah, I might have to, might have to see if I can get along for that one. Yeah, maybe do that a double header, and then a bit of maybe a bit of Hastings or exactly, mate. Yeah, yeah a bit of Hastings at three sounds like a good day. So we move on to the MSFL, uh, MSFL Prem. Ashurstwood nil, Sedlescombe Rangers four. Goals from Ben Gardner, uh, Lucas Zon, Sebastian Huntley, and an OG make it four nil, and that's an impressive win despite um, Sedlescombe being quite depleted. A nice, comfortable victory there, four nil, and that's the only actual game in the MSFL Prem. And in the uh, Sussex Intermediate Cup, Hollington three, Punnettstown nil. Zach McHenry, Dan Tewksby and Paul Rogers getting the goals. And this was despite Lee Carey seeing red 
for Hollington. I did ask Hollington how how and why it happened, and they never got back to me. So who knows? Seen on the socials afterwards, uh, the, a lot of the Punnett boys stayed afterwards, and it was a good atmosphere all round. So uh, they're through to the final. Uh, and who will they be playing, Leon? They've got Jarvis Brook of the Southern Combination Division 2 and they Jarvis Brook look like they're going to win that league so that'll be, be a good game obviously you know always back, back my local teams but I think just based on you know the standards um, how good Hollington have been this season I, I can't see Hollington not winning it but I mean who knows what can happen in the cup final but I'll be obviously be, be, back, be back in the lines for this one but um, yeah no it should yeah, it'd be a really good advert for the, for that level of football and hopefully Hollington can, can go and represent represent the Hastings area and bring back that trophy again. So I think it was won by Sidley last season and Hollington won it the season before, if I remember correctly. So, so yeah, it'd be good to, if the trophy can remain in, in the in the general Hastings and Wolverine yeah. area. Yeah, absolutely. And, right, so then we move on to the fixtures. Tomorrow's game, which is Ridgewood versus Battletown. This is the semis of the Montgomery Cup. Or we could say really it's um, good luck Battletown on Saturday. It's uh, Rygate Priory have uh, got the uh, the problem of travelling to the Gibbons uh, facing Hollington. I mean, mid, mid-table mid Rygate, I think going to Fortress uh, Fortress Hollington, uh, there's no way they're going to get anything from that game, are they, Leon? No. <laughs> Simple as. Right. <laughs> the other game uh, on Saturday, uh, well, local derby, it's Settlescombe Rangers uh, travelling to Westfield. Uh, in a game I can't really call, Settlescombe are funny old side that you'd... Uh, you, you just can't predict them. So I'm going to go with a draw. What about you, Leon? Um, I'm going to go with a Westfield win. I think I think they might just, just edge it, but it'll be a close game, no doubt. Saying that, one of them are going to win 5-0, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving off over to the ESFL Prem, uh, Sidley United 3, Robertsbridge United 1. Uh, Ryan Penny scoring for Robertsbridge. Uh, Logan Copley getting a couple. And Andrew Atkins getting the other goal for Sidley. Uh, very comfortable for Sidley. The other match that took place in the ESFL Prem was uh, West Hill Reserves 2, Crowhurst 1. And it's that man again, uh, Conor McManus and Carl Young getting the goals for Westfield with uh, Nathan Harding getting the goal for Crowhurst. And it just so happens we've got the thoughts of uh, Dean Jinx, who's the Crowhurst Reserve Manager. On that game, well, my uh, my social media expert gave me a. Uh, oh, did a he? Oh, on the game. oh, did he? Um, Here's what he you prepared the... earlier. Lovely, go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got my script. Yeah, um, he said they 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 uh, started strong. They looked threatening. Uh, they got an early goal from Nathan Harding, um, but it was a depleted squad. There was quite a few players out from the the week before where they played pretty much two hours of football against Rye Town in the, in the Cup semi-final. Mm. Uh, so a lot of players out. Um, even the manager had to name himself as a sub on Saturday um, because they were so depleted through injuries, etc. He added that Westfield got two back and they just really dominated possession and they comfortably won 2-1. Probably that the manager would be disappointed that his team's lost, but knowing he was missing so many key personnel, yeah, yeah. Um, he wouldn't have been too disappointed knowing that he got a, a scratch side out there on Saturday. So, move on to Eastfield Division 1. Uh, Sandhurst 4, Battletown Reserves 0. Uh, James found, where well, he found that net three times. It's uh, a prolific scorer at this level. Uh, Thomas Budd getting the other goal. Sandhurst getting back to winning ways uh, with a comfortable victory against Windless Battletown Reserves and stays second behind Tackleway. Talking of Tackleway, uh, Tackleway 
uh, with a very impressive 5-1 win against Parson Move. Uh, Kale Hakos with two. Josh Eaton, Toby Payne, Nathan Smith getting those goals for tackleway. Yes, another impressive win from those tackleway boys. They're six points clear at the top. Isfeld Division 2, uh, Subscombe Rangers Reserves 1, Nordium 75-3. Um, Oscar Garcia Cruz getting a couple. And Mike Hollands, the goals for Nordium. It was a good win for Nordium, breaking that unwelcome run of four straight defeats. So, well done then. Moving on, ESFL Division 3, uh, Parkfield 4, Mountford United 0. Uh, Ethan Gabriel with two, Stuart Lewis and Declan Otley getting the goals for Parkfield. Uh, no surprise there as second place Parkfield made short work of Mountfield. Uh, Sovereign Saints reserves one, Orrington nil. Goal scorer Wayne Green, who's also the man of the match. And in games involving Division 3 sides, the Hastings FA Lower Division Cup semi-final. Crowhurst reserves four, Hawkehurst United reserves two. James McGrath, Anton Neal with two, and Steve Payne. He also saw red in that game. Uh, Terry Robinson uh, was immense in defence for Crowhurst. And it just so happens we've got the thought of uh, we've got the thoughts of Dean Jinks, the manager of Crowhurst Reserves, on that very game. Early goal, I think two or three minutes into the game, um, we we started off. <sighs> Strong, um, confident passing. James McGrath opened the scoring. Um, we seemed to settle into the routine there. It was, it was quite good. Bit of a lapse of concentration that gave the goal away, which can happen. If you switch off for two minutes, the, the opposition will punish you, um, which is what exactly what Hawkehurst did, and they deserved their goal. It sort of settled down after that. It was end-to-end. No really cut, you know, cut through chances. We then broke on the right. Ball crossed straight into the middle where Anton Neal was there to... Uh, put the ball straight in the goal and make it 2-1. Made it 3-1 by half-time. It looked fairly comfortable, but of course, at 3-1, it's never comfortable. Mm. You either get that goal and you make it four, or the opposition get one back and they're back in the game again. So you can't really take your foot off the gas. Um, half-time came, made a couple of changes, mainly because of uh, illness, etc. Um, and the game pretty much stayed end-to-end for then for the, sort of the next half an hour or so. Uh, Anton got his second of the game to make it 4-1, and we thought it was pretty much game over then. Um, but to their credit, Hawkehurst just kept trying to get back into the game, got a free kick on the edge of the box, put it over the wall. The wind caught it, and <laughs> you couldn't have placed it any better. I'm sure David Beckham would have been thrilled with the, the position of the ball going in. But 4-2, um, and we just saw the game out from there. So, yeah, I was pleased with the win and pleased, really pleased that we've got back into another final. But it's still job to be done. It's all right being there, but you've you've got to win them. Yeah, so, and in Division 4, JC Tackaway Reserves 2, Sutherland Rangers Development 3, Tom Akerley with 2, and uh, presume an own goal uh, for Tackaway. The goals were from Jamie Pelling, those two goals. Sutherland reduced that gap at the top as they're chasing well, uh, Wellcroft uh, to, to six points. Well, uh, unfortunately, no team of the week this week. Um, so, Leon, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Okay, it gives me great pleasure here to have Dean Jinks here, the reserve team manager and uh, club secretary for Crowhurst. A massive pleasure to have you on, sir. And uh, you're more than welcome. The reason we've got you here is uh, Crowhurst seems to be doing quite well this season. Um, Last time I looked, I think you're in, was it the first team's in two finals? The reserve side is in two finals. That's correct, yeah. You've got uh, your youth side. I'm 
I'm sure I read that they're in a final as well. They are indeed, yeah. We've got five teams in finals in uh, in this season. That's a fantastic achievement. C- clearly very greedy. But <laughs> <laughs> you want all the silverware. Just Could you just give us a kind of, um, just run down like what's been obviously fantastic for your boys. Just tell us how that's happened. The club operated with one team for quite a few years. Uh, and then in 2022, we launched a, a reserve team. So we ran with the two teams. So that was the first season for the reserves. And in that year, the first team won the FA and District Intermediate Cup. And the reserve team that were in Division 4 of the East Sussex Football League won that division, as well as the equivalent of the Hastings FA Lower Divisions Cup. So they did the double in their first season. Um, so the reserves moved up to Division 3 this year. And it's been a mixed bag of results for both the first team and, and the reserves in the league um the reserves are still in with an opportunity of winning the league oh, we can say that's seven is seven games in hand oh. but if you uh if you win them all i think you go joint top if I you think we go point all. ahead if, oh do you uh, i say yeah win all the games. um but of course you've got to win them it's all right having games in hand but yeah. you'd rather have the points in the bag but yeah the the first team are now in two cup finals the reserves are in two cup finals and earlier this year, uh, we merged with Crowhurst Youth to uh, incorporate the, the younger teams coming through the uh, the conveyor belt of players into adult football as well. And our under thirteens, our under thirteen team, is now in the Rother Cup final. Oh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely fantastic news for for the club, and and you know the, the people that come and watch us in in Crowhurst. Just quickly before I forget. So these four finals for the first, can you just run through where they're going to be? Yeah, uh, the finals are that there's no date yet for the under-13s game, but they'll be playing Ringmer Rovers Juniors. Uh, On the 21st of April, the first team will be playing Westfield First at the pilot field, the 7.45 kickoff. Uh, The 25th of April, the reserves will be playing Catsfield First, again at the pilot field. On the 2nd of May, first team will be playing Punnett Town, again at the pilot field. Right, and you'll be upsetting Simon Rudkins, you will play. <laughs> <laughs> we know how Simon loves his yeah. pick. But we've, yeah. we've let him off with the last game. So the 9th of May, the reserves are playing Ticehurst first at the Beaconsfield at, Ho- at uh, Howsham Town. Brilliant. Okay, well, it's just, I mean, it's an incredible achievement. I've, I've not really I've not heard of it. I mean, you just, uh, in terms of, like, you're the reserve team manager. Um, yes, Right, we've already spoken. Like, yes, you've got those games in hand. How how does the squad feel? Do they think that they can push push on and, and actually win the league? I'm quietly optimistic because uh, I know what my players can achieve. Um, they're all extremely excited about the prospect of winning a treble. They can do it if they turn up on the day and play as well as I know they can play. They can beat anybody. We, we had the pleasure of playing Rye. Town first team this season who've been absolutely phenomenal in the in the Premier Division, um, and I think we were the first team to actually score against them this season. Even though the, the final result was three one to Rye, we weren't thrashed. We gave a good account of ourselves, and um, yeah, I think the boys did really really well. I mean, is there any is there um, uh, any magic to like these the, the the way you've got these teams there? Is it you know a special beer bonus uh, for <laughs> to get into the? No. Front? <laughs> I think we've got a good combination of, of uh, older heads and youth players as well. It's a, it's a great mix there of players into their early 30s and mid-30s and also some youngsters coming through as well, which I think is a is a blend that you have to have in any successful team. Mm. Um, the players have gelled really well. 
uh, from last year. We had a couple of new faces come in this season and they've just slotted straight into the squad. They they like a bit of banter between themselves. We've got a chat group that uh, they're all winding each other up about their own favourite teams. Um, there's, there's a really good um, atmosphere between the players on and off the pitch, oh, which good. I think is, is important as well. No, I see you guys have um, you formed a third team for next season, haven't you? We're, we're hoping to, yes. We've applied yeah. for a third team to come into uh, the East Sussex Football League next year. It's not been decided by the league yet. I think they just want to get this season over with before they even think about next year yet. Mm-hmm. That's the hope that we can have a third team. Um, and of course, that really starts to convey about for the youth teams when they come through to step into adult football. Um, obviously, there'll be those players who can progress higher into the reserves or the front side. But but also those players that may not have aspirations of playing at a higher level can still play adult football at a decent level. Yeah, that's what I was going to go on to say, basically. You know, just when, we, when we'll start seeing that, you know, some of those youth teams start, start to come through. So we've talked about it before in this podcast, like the like, you know, the likes of Sedoscombe have done the same, and now they're, they're first at a very good level. Pass and move are looking to do the same. So I think, you know, I definitely commend clubs that do that sort of thing. I think it's the right way to go about it, blood these youngsters in and, yeah. Oh, exactly, yeah. I, I know from previous experience from when I first um, was involved in youth football, I, I was heavily involved in St Leonard's youth. Uh, and when that folded, um, we were actually invited to bring the whole youth section down to Hastings United. So we were the actual founders of the first of the youth teams at Hastings United. Right. So we we know how important it was to have a youth section on board where you can get these players coming through and they can see where they can actually get to. Um, by coming along to the pilot field and watching the games. Uh, Dean, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for coming on and the best of luck for the rest of your season. And uh, I'll try and and catch you at one of these finals. Yeah, we want to welcome you. see us at the pilot field. Thank you very much for inviting me along and uh, hopefully we'll see you at the pilot field. Yeah, yeah, take care. Yeah, good luck, mate. Thanks very much. Shook up every time we meet I'm talking about you Nobody but you Yeah, I do mean you I'm just trying to get a message to you Let me tell you about a girl I know I tell you now she looks so good Got so much skill, such a beautiful build She ought to be somewhere in Hollywood I'm talking about you Nobody but you Come on, give me a cue So I can get a message to you Someday she would be my bride I'm talking about you I do mean you Nobody but you Come on, let me get a message through
And now over to Timmy Booth Jones and his Tim's Takes. The Hastings United ladies team were back in action for the first time in a couple of weeks when they travelled to Stenning for a league game and they won 4-0. So it's a good three points for Hastings. We had Lily Bennett in goal and our defence was Lauren Sharp, Millie Main, Vix Phillips and in midfield, oh, we had Jess Bellahue also as a defender. In midfield, we had Ruby Harris, Ella Roper and Charlotte Gurr. And up front, we had Beth Crease, Sean Heather and Nicole Baitup. Um, we, we were 2 nil up at half-time. <clears throat> Sean Heather getting two goals, she completed her hat-trick and the final goal um, was scored by one of our substitutes, Brooke and Nicholas Rogan, who came on and scored the fourth. Um, good league win. Ashford were playing our main rivals. They won 8-2 away to Montpellier Villa. Um, so they're still top of the table, level on points but with a better goal difference. And it's coming to the crunch time, really, for the ladies because they've got two crucial away games coming up in April, away to Welling and Ashford, and they'll be key games. And, yeah, we, we've just got to keep on winning. So a successful weekend for the ladies. The men's game, if it was, um, if you didn't worry about Hastings not winning, was a really entertaining game, three all. Herm Bay played well. Um, has some good forwards. Yes, yeah, just um, we lost a little bit of sharpness probably um, during the game. But um, it's an entertaining game and it's going to be a busy week at the pilot field because Monday night, the under-23s are at home to Carl Schultz and Athletic. Then, of course, we've got Horsham and the Sussex Senior Cup on Tuesday night. So let's hope we get some, get some more wins for Hastings United. Prime.
And now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable. Massive thanks to Leon, Windy John, Adam Carter and John Wills for making it happen. It gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 101 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast and it's the fan table. Uh, the wonderful Windy John's here. Leon, hashtag... So, hey, Glastonbury see, yeah, Glastonbury wanker. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to add to it this weekend as well. I've got to see Razorlight, so I get a little collection going on. So Razorlight wanker as well. Yeah, Spend hopefully, it. hopefully it can last until festival season. I can add the beer festival to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spend can it. I just say? Can I just? And say, of course, I John. I don't get any any salubrious sort of title. I hadn't got to you yet, John. I hadn't got to you. Yeah, yeah, it's always right. the same. And and we've got conspiracy theory John here, who uh, <laughs> is talking to me again after he thought I don't know I was something like I was in the QAnon or whatever he thought about I was in last time. <laughs> Lovely to see you back, John. Yeah, say it like you mean it. Oh, we do, mate. That's as, yeah, that's as good as you get, mate. And and I noticed a bit too much swearing there to start with, really. You know, <laughs> I, I really think we we ought to there ought to be a swear book, really, of acceptable sort of swear words. Do you think? Oh, <laughs> well, you being a communist, you would uh, want a police speech, wouldn't you? The communists not swear. Not that I am, by the way. No, just accepted <laughs> words. Quick there. <laughs> I've I've actually got a swear coach because I was never good at it, but I've got a swear coach now, and she's really good. If ever you want to employ her services, and what's her name? But, but what it what it actually does is um it gives like credibility to the swearing because um you you know that that's what you need, isn't it? Yeah. What tangent are we go going off on here? <laughs> what? <laughs> What swear coach? Who who's this swear coach? Have you heard of swear coach? No, it, it's really big. You want to live in the real world, Laverick. <laughs> For swearing to be effective, uh, you need the voice of Matt Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, yeah, really, really, yeah, has its effects. Yeah, definitely. do you know you do know Matt Berry is, don't you, John? Wasn't he a singer that used to be in a soap opera? Oh, <laughs> that's Nick Berry. Oh, yeah. I've seen the posters on your wall, Chris. That's where I got it from. Look, every loser wins, mate. <laughs> An absolute classic, that tune. An absolute classic. Up there with Mouldy Old Doll. Oh, wow. Is... That was just tremendous last yeah. night. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Well, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent there, but let's right, yeah. let's let's bring it back. Uh, beginning of the week, uh, we had the joys of Herm Bay coming to Hastings uh, in a free free result. So we're going to talk about the game first. And then we might touch on some other stuff that happened. But um, a game that we started incredibly well, 2-0 up. And then I don't know what happened. I'm lost for words, actually, on uh, how we let them back into that game. And uh, obviously, Louis was quite charitable as well, giving them the ball once. And 3-2 down. How? How? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Obviously, the boys are feeling quite charitable, though. I thought, that this is too easy. This, you know... Let's give him a goal or two, make this game interesting, which which it did. It did. It was a Mate, thoroughly entertaining. Uh, well, the first half was entertaining. I don't remember too much happening in the second half. It was it was a kind of magic in the second half, wasn't it, Leon? I mean, the uh... obviously apart from our equaliser, but depends where you were standing, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> or sitting if your name's Kev Towner. Well, absolutely, but you know, I mean, you know, Gabodi's getting amongst the goals again, yeah. and obviously Stony. 
uh, scoring quite a lovely nice goal. Uh, yeah. half volley, wasn't it? Um, Malk was very pleased with that. <laughs> well, that's his price. Yeah. He was there. I he think. Was quite I think. Sto- I think Stoney is, is he top scorer now with that own goal on on Tuesday. <laughs> they, all, they all count. Yeah. You know the couple of good goals we let them back in. I mean, I just I, I'm still trying to still can't get scratch it. my head about because they weren't that good, Herne Bay, and it, we just I mean those defensive lapses of I mean it, that's what it was, wasn't it? it's defensive defensive errors for Marston, and that gave them the gave him a bit of a. Bit of extra, um, bit of confidence, maybe to obviously kick on them, do what they did. You know, go three two up in the end. No credit where it's due for Louis. I mean, he, yeah, he made that awful error, but he made a blinding save, didn't he? Second half, mm-hmm. one that was going up in the corner. Don't you think time and again, time and time again, that two nil is such a dodgy psychological mm-hmm. lead? Yeah, because you're two nil up, and in your mind, you're switching off that you're in control of it. And then they scored a goal and suddenly they're up for it and up for the next goal. But I think we had a chance for 3-0, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. And that, that, Sammy, Ad. Sammy Adams, yeah. yeah. He just took one extra touch too many, didn't he? Which is really unlike him. And, uh, yeah, yeah. The, so, yeah, so second half begins. Uh, Herne Bay's fans seem to be far more focused on us than they were on the game. Again, it's just my opinion. Um, I felt they didn't really get behind their team. I felt... I was really worried second half that we were going to get uh, finished by um, Bay. I thought they'd, they'd score more because I just thought we looked frail. But actually, second half was... We came out with great. Very entertaining. And yeah, they had a few chances, but we had a ton of chances as well. You know, Fred, so... Freddie was all over. We were the better side second half, I felt. Freddie was all over them down that wing, weren't they? Mm. I mean, that goal... Oh, that was a good goal from Dixon, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, it, oh, I think probably... Point was a fair result in the end, really, because although we we would have liked to have had the three, I think you know you've got to give it to them. They didn't give up, did they? They kept going. Oh yeah. Uh, they even had a couple of chances near the end. It was a bit, you know, could have gone the other way. I think I think even their manager said that, like his post game interview that both teams are probably disappointed not to win that. Yeah. Obviously, you know the way we went ahead and then they pulled themselves ahead and had that chance you know at the end where Louis pulled off a good save so yeah both you know I think both both teams come away from that disappointed to have only grabbed the point um but yeah obviously like you know they're they're fighting to to survive in this league so disappointing result for them it's disappointing for us because we're hoping to make that last you know that sort of last push for the playoffs which is it's sort of looking a bit more increasingly unlikely as each game goes by but it's it's not impossible but no I think it's yeah I mean we, we're relying on others on we yeah, mm. we're pushing we're yeah. pushing it now, but it's still it's still it's a possibility. Don't give up. That's but yeah, so Adam's back. Yeah, hello, Adam. Hello, hello. Sorry, I'm running a bit late. That's all right, chap. Yeah, we're just we're just talking about Herne Bay. We were just uh, on about the second half there, and that uh, you know we felt that good game. Um, both teams went for it. Um, just any yeah. any of your thoughts on the actual football match? Um, yeah, I thought that we made a few mistakes at the back, which is what was, you know, and that Herne Bay were able to capitalise on them. I thought that we were the stronger team in the second half, definitely. So, um, but overall, I think a draw was what both teams deserved. Yeah, yeah it's spot on. It was a really entertaining game, though. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll talk about what happened afterwards then. Um, I don't know how to really, I don't really want to give it too much oxygen, but um, 
I'm not that any of these the twats that uh, Herne Bay twats yeah, have to be listening to. I this. think we need we need to say that it wasn't all the Herne Bay fans, don't we? I oh, know there was some, you know. Yeah, no. Before before um, before kick off, I, I had a quick chat with a few nice nice Herne Bay fans, and you know it was how, how it should be, shouldn't it? You know, yeah. just a little bit of friendly banter there, but yeah, and I go to support your team. Um, basically, the moral of the story is: if you can't handle your your beer and cocaine, then don't do it. Basically. It's, Start, I start to understand it. If it makes you act some of the behaviour we saw on Saturday, if it makes you act like that, then I just I don't understand it really. But you know, it's it's unfortunate it, it occasionally happens at, at football. People use football as an excuse, don't they? Yeah. To act like an animal. It is creeping in a bit more into this lower league stuff. Not so much around us, but I've noticed some of the other non league sides have had trouble. I know Maidstone have had quite a bit recently. Um it's not good. I think yeah, a lot, maybe it's, as well, they? yeah, people just can't afford to go to the main big games as much as they used to, you know, premier games. Oh, I know we go somewhere else for a bit of fun, a bit of a jolly up. Yeah, um, I think, I, I think it's very rarely a problem. I mean, obviously, uh, non-league stadiums, you've not got the segregation that, that often nah. forces any of this outside or elsewhere. And the security. Um, security, I mean, as you know, they do their best, but they're not, trained to that level of dealing with stuff like that, are they? Um, it's a problem. Can I, yeah, can I just say, you know, those that, that were there, both staff and our fans, uh, acted impeccably, really, in the, in the face of that sort of provocation. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think we've got to give a big shout out to that. Those yeah. that were involved. I mean, did and you how, how was, they dealt with it? Also, I don't, you know, we don't want to dwell on it too much. But the mm. guys that are behind the goal, did you see anyone from Hastings act like a fucking like idiot, basically? Because there was only, a few, only, few accusations. Only Chris, really. <laughs> but that's I know. Well, that's that's a given, really, isn't it? I mean, but you mean uh, in the context what, of that violence? I think. Yeah, exactly. Because there was, was a few accusations from Twitter trolls. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. that I, started it. I but think from what I saw, it was it was them. I mean, yeah. you know, I may be wrong. I, I had a few beers, so my my vision was a bit blurred. But I've had my rose tinted spectacles on. But yeah, no. yeah, I, mean, I, I think. Sorry, Ad, you go. Go on, Adam. You speak, mate. I was just going to say no. It was literally like they they was asked to go round the other side of the pitch and go that way, just to sort of like you know, sort of like so we didn't clash at all because they all knew that it was going to start. Like the stewards knew, Pat McCross and knew. Like, they all knew it was going to happen. And, you know, some of the Herm Bay... Obviously, some of the Herm Bay fans weren't there to, you know, sort of do it. And that, like, I, I appreciate that. And they did just want to exit the other way. But, you know, sort of like, if the stewards ask you to go... You know, like, if, if we if it was at the other end and we... If it was the other way around and we was at their ground and the stewards had asked us to go a certain way, we would have just gone that way. Mm. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. And they just then started pushing and shoving. And then like one thing led to another and just it became a scuffle. And that's, you know, sort of like the unfortunate that it is. Um, it, it started off as a scuffle. And then like what was a bit of a pushing and shoving then became punches being thrown from Herne Bay and like from the Herne Bay supporters. And they're, they're took yours no- like a champ though, mate. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's tickled so, uh, you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, but it it doesn't matter. It's you know, they they like at the end of the day, whatever happens, it, yeah, it's going to be investigated. Clearly, you know, sort of like 
I didn't want to retaliate because I, at the end of the day, whatever, whatever the outcome is, I don't want me to be a reason why then the club gets punished. So, so, you know, at the end of the day, all I was doing was, was helping my fellow, as I call them, my fellow brothers and sisters in the Hastings United group, you know, I was, I was Mm. protecting them. I was trying to stop people getting hurt like Adam Smith and that who was laying on the floor and stuff. That was all I was trying to do, you know, sort of like, Apparently someone was going to try and boot me in the head as well. And that, that was stopped, but you know, that I wouldn't, I, I still wouldn't have gone down. I still would have stayed, stayed up, but I still wouldn't have retaliated because. Unlike them, because they're not yeah. staying up. Just thought I'd throw that one in there. Yeah, they're going down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, you know, so, that's, that's just gone. it. That's just it. It's, and it's, it's not the I, first time we've had team. I mean, I, I went up that end up the Cold War and end, which I don't, I haven't been doing quite so much. I was up there. I don't know, about 10 minutes into the second half, and you could feel there was an atmosphere diff- different. And we've had teams before where, like, teams do stay in up that end, and that has happened. And we've just had friendly banter. I think Ashford did it once, and Hornchurch got a reputation of doing it. But there's ne- it's never been nasty. It's just banter. And I think it happened over at Folkestone in a playoff once in the semi-final. I think, Leon, you might have been there for that one, wasn't you, Lee? No. I know. No, that, that, it was one of those where it went to extra time and you couldn't be bothered to turn around for two minutes. And everyone just <laughs> it was great. It was just a great laugh, you know, and everyone was fine. But Yeah, 99% just, of grounds, yeah. John. 99% That's of grounds. It. This is not a problem. The problem no. was is they came here specifically to make trouble. Yeah. And, and I've heard multiple accounts from people saying that they were talking about that they're going to start trouble. You know, they, they obviously abused Gary Elphick before the game. Um you know that also yeah, I missed all that. That was in the, the, the minute silence there was there was yeah, a number of them in the minute silence singing through that and that's you know it was just bang out of all the that they're just and it's like right I, and i like i was trying to get sam uh robson i think his name is uh from the herm bay supporters club that i've had on this podcast before he's a nice bloke mm. it's gone quiet i don't mm. know i'm you know that doesn't mean he's guilty no. or anything i just I, it's gone quiet it, so i don't know because they yeah. have got, they've got other in, issues over there with within the club, haven't they? At the moment, yeah. sort of, as well as the fans. So I reached out. So you know, if there is any Herne Bay listen to this. This is not a majority of your club. This is a, a, a minority of fans mm-hmm. that are a, a, a disgrace to to your club. And um, I hope that they learn either stop doing what they're doing or piss off, basically, because they're not good for your club. Simple as that. No. Okay. And, um, we don't we don't I've want always, people like that at football. Yeah. I've always had a soft spot for Herne Bay, and I, yeah. I sort of said, you know, I'd like to have seen them stay up. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like that, then you know, I don't want them to stay up. But you I know, remember last year, we was uh, most of us were in favour of them coming up with us rather than Ashford, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I had him on because we were talking about the Ashford win because obviously we all like seeing Ashford uh, lose. Yeah, that was it, yeah. But, uh, Apart from John. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. He's Sorry, a re- John. He's a regular yeah. fan. <laughs> yes, and there's another Laverick rumour. <laughs> video footage, mate. we got video footage of you at Ashford. Yeah, yes. It was surveillance, actually. <laughs> Undercover in green and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't. This is why I don't come on this podcast lately. I no, mean, people you, you think said I was in bed with the management. That's what you said. No, it's <laughs> it's, um, it's the it's more than rumours that you know I, I can't stand Chris. Who can? But then we got then we got together and we we sorted it out, didn't we, Chris? And we now feel like brothers. You know, 
like Kane and Abel or, or the Gallagher brothers. We're just like brothers. Gallagher brothers, excellent. <laughs> Uh, I was no, going to say uh, one positive yeah. from Saturday though um, some long time term fans might remember um, Marlowe Stuart Marlowe Danny yeah, Simmons yeah that's what we meant Papers yeah clocks Papers, them uh, yeah. at the ground so yeah and then so I, I already know Stuart sort of talked to him anyway yeah, he, him, yeah he bought my great granddad's house years ago so I always say hello to him and then yeah, um, Tom after Clim- the game it was, Tom Clemson's oh, stepdad didn't he oh yes yeah, it but after the game I saw him talking to Simo and yeah obviously yeah. I was a few pints in there so I just basically accosted him I was like Simo I remember you when I was <laughs> first come up six well, years old yeah turn based assistant manager was um, Adam Flanagan wasn't Adam it? Flanagan yeah he was another one wasn't uh, it? yeah another big one they all at the yeah, same, same era so yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, so yeah, it's nice. Catch to, up and few of them. Hello to them. Yeah, um, some crack, cracking, cracking players they were, weren't they? All, oh God, yeah. All four of them that yeah. season, that last time we um, won the old Doc Martins. Doc Martins League, yeah. After division, we had Flanners, Stuart Playford, Tony Burt at the back. Right. What year is that? Two thousand and one. Yeah, about two. Oh, just be before I come up. Okay. Yeah, because we were Hastings Town when we won. Won yeah. it then, and then, yeah, the following season, I think we become changed to United. Yeah, good, you know, Simo, quite, um, few, few local still, players, wouldn't they? Simo still looks fit. He looks like he could. Yeah, oh, yeah. He couldn't he, believe he's it. Still, he's still playing veterans football. Yeah. Um, I think he plays with Milo and Stafford Brown. Yeah. And, yeah, still playing a bit of veterans football. So, yeah. Good stuff. Still doing. Yeah, well, that was a good thing that came out Saturday. Yeah, no, it was nice to, yeah, nice to have a... And I did feel sorry for, briefly back to what happened beyond a goal. Poor Kev in that wheelchair. I mean, he was surrounded by him, wasn't he? Completely and utterly surrounded by him. There was women there, there was kids there. Yeah. You know, it was it was not... It, it was, wasn't good. Okay. And the only plus sorry for Kev, he won the bloody 50-50, didn't he? He won the well, 50-50. That... <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> yeah, for it. He's using that money to buy his Caesar ticket for next year. That's it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to say anything else on that? I nah, don't know. About, we'll move on. It just you makes me feel all, sad. Right, I feel it makes me feel sad. Um, yeah. We might, we... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't. You know, I don't think we should feel sad. I think we should feel proud of how everyone at yes. the at that match from the Hastings side acted, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, know you know, and, and really not give. Airspace, any more airspace to attention seekers? You know that's what they want, isn't it? Yeah. So um, we're big, we're bigger than that, aren't we? Yeah. Before we start talking about a wonderful Sussex Cup win <laughs> against Horsham, um, Adam. Yeah. Have you got a little announcement for us, sir? I have indeed. I've got yeah. two announcements for you. Oh, hmm. maybe I was right. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> start off with a first announcement. This is because of. What we're going to be talking about in a minute, mm. fantastic game yesterday. For anybody who can't make the semi-final game um, for uh, over in Lansing, which is taking place on the 26th of April, um, I'm doing radio commentary from that game. Oh, well done, mate. So there's going to be some radio commentary for that for the people. Um, I was approached by a few people saying, could I do it because it's a Wednesday night a lot of people can't get to that game, so yeah. I'm going to do it. Um, I've approached Lansing. I haven't heard as of yet whether I can, but I'm pretty sure there won't be a problem. I, ah. I remember messaging them before, and it was fine. So it should be is, up to- is this the temporary return of Radio Card, or is this a permanent deal? What's going on? Well, for next season, I have a sponsor for the whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio Carda or Hastings United Radio officially returns Excellent. next season. Excellent. 
Excellent. Your, Adam, who's your sponsor? Shout them out. The main sponsor is Stitchworks of Hastings. Oh, lovely. Print and embroidery. They have decided to sponsor the radio because they know how important the service is, not only to the fans of Hastings United, but also to general, like the general non-league level of football <clears throat> and how important that service is. They also they are also very keen in sort of like how a service like this can help in this level of football. So that's what's important. Okay. Um, Adam, so, Adam. Yes. So what? Well, no, what do, <laughs> all I'm asking is, what does Stitchworks do? What do they do? So we do. Oh, so what? You, you you get it? It was a crochet and knitting. Terrible. terrible job. So, oh, so what? Oh, oh my god! God, oh. bloody hell! <clears throat> I try my hardest. Hang on, I'm going to get If I hadn't have had a whack on Saturday, I would have probably got that. <laughs> no, no, you still it. wouldn't have. We've, oh, got, we've, gone from, we've gone from Henning to, to John yeah. Wales. That's it. <laughs> oh, I can't find it. Can't find Henning it. Henning an impostor. Let you off. <laughs> when we need it. I'll let you off. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so. I can't find that's well done, though. That's brilliant, Adam. Well done. Yeah. So yeah. radio is returning Excellent. with them. Um, I am still um, going to be looking for like another sponsor or two, but um, generally speaking, Stitchworks are going to be the sort of the main sponsor um, sort of going, going forward. Um, sort of like they've basically agreed to cover sort of 75% of the cost so that it can, can go forward um for for the uh for the season for well for next season basically oh cool. so, so you're still taking donations though yeah adam yeah there will yeah, there yeah. will still be donations yeah. and uh-huh. there will obviously there's going to be other sponsorship opportunities as well for sort of other um organizations out there to have adverts on the radio and stuff like that as well um you're good so yeah it's um yeah i won't deny i have missed i have missed it mate honestly there's been quite a few or yeah people know i don't get to any away games and it's i missed it it was great yeah so yeah i like the thought of you sitting there with a keyboard coming up with little jingles for each each advert yeah Yeah. (laughs) or just as the goals coming in hello and out from hastings Exactly. Well, we shall we shall see. We yeah. shall see. But um, yeah, so po- positive news there for everybody who is unable to make the games. The radio is returning from next. And just year. just for anybody who doesn't know, that game is a half past seven kickoff over at Lansing. It's not mm-hmm. seven forty-five, so uh, don't want to miss the uh, Portman now. It's a pain in the arse. It's there, isn't it? Yeah, we had it. Yeah, we were over there about seven or eight years ago against Bognor semi-final. Of the Sussex Senior Cup, it bloody snowed. It was freezing, <laughs> honestly, and uh, yeah, it, it cleared up on the way home. <laughs> it's quite exposed that ground, isn't it? Yeah, you've only got the, the one stand, and the rest of it's just uh, yeah. lost too much. I've, I've never been there, but I've heard it's quite um, yeah. It's a bit of a yeah, bit of a home type of Worthing as well, isn't it? It's just on the yeah, it is line. a bit. Lansing and Worthing's like Hastings and St Leonard's nearly, not far off. Just these away days add up, and just yeah. uh, I thought oh, that had been handy if it was at home, but. Celavi, we'll see how it works. And if you do, if you can't make it, obviously listen to the Radio Carter, the return of Radio Carter. Well done, mate. Yeah, well done, Adam. Right then, let's move on to wow, a, a tasty little win against Horsham wasn't in the that, cup. Wasn't that great last night? I that think. was excellent. Just quickly chatting to some of the Horsham 
And they didn't bring any lard with them, which I think was probably the problem. The lardy boys brought no lard. They yeah. said it was only FA Cup only that they bring lard. So they obviously slightly disrespected the Sussex Cup well, and paid the price. Yeah, well, the price of lard's probably gone up, though, isn't it? It's yeah. probably, yeah, something yeah. to do with... I'm sure some of them mentioned Brexit. Oh, um, you beat me to it. Yeah, I thought one of you Remainers would mention oh, bre- Brexit. I blame, blame Russia. Well, I, I'm going to top that. <laughs> Trump. Uh, Scotland. Uh, QAnon. Definitely Scotland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. ISIS. No, I'll tell you where it was buried. Let's make it really uh, up to date. <laughs> I know it, it was is. Buried, it was buried in Nicholas Sturgeon's <laughs> garden. garden. That's what they were looking for. That's what they were looking It was a bit odd, wasn't it? What were they looking for? So it was the lard. It yeah. was. It was the lardy boys lard. So um... <laughs> See, that's the difference with the fans, wasn't it? I spoke to some of them last night. What a nice bunch. Yeah. And they had flags and they had it in yeah. a clubhouse. No one's... Anyway... Anyway, like, let's let's not refer back to yeah, because normal fans uh, can just can talk to each other. Um, Shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Shit>. Right. <laughs> just a quick mention. Uh, Tim Reeves, uh, fifty-three years supporting Hastings last night, and he was with the wonderful John Gale. Little bit of a photo op they had. Um, I can't remember what was his first game again, John. Can you? That, it was um, a Southern League Division One South game against Wizbitch and we were three 0 down at half time. What a name. <laughs> yeah. Wizbitch. Wizbitch. I think it's up in Essex or Suffolk, somewhere that way. Anyway, we yeah. were we were um three 0 down at half time and we won eight three. Oh. Sound it sounds more like a gangster rap group, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> was your first ever photo together in Sepia? Yeah. <laughs> not even black and white no, it, was a, it, was a cave, it was a cave drawing <laughs> but obviously congrats Tim uh, obviously top fan we all know Tim yeah nice bloke he puts on um, occasionally puts on coaches only for away yeah. for a decent away day then yeah sorry on that Tim subject John Wills yeah. said oh I've been going as long as that and, and I said well when did you go and he, he, you can't remember can you John yeah I can't remember what happened this morning let alone See, that sorry. yeah but he reckons there, he's been going longer go. than Tim. Just to try and outdo Tim, he's like, I've been going longer. Yeah. He's older than, you're older than Tim, aren't you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I can't deny that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Joe. Joe. Up. Joe, God am I. Wow. Joe. That first goal, though, I, you know I like Norrie. Mm. That way, well, mate. Norrie's Nor- Nor- mum as well. But yeah, we yeah but, she, she might be listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, he went down that wing and he doesn't always do this, does he? Yeah, <laughs> he did it. No, he doesn't. He, exactly. he looked up and he passed it. Bang, goal. No, it was good. Norrie yeah. had, Nor- Nor- had a cracking game. He did have a good game. Was yeah. Yeah. Please, a please good see him get, grab a few more, um, grab a couple of goals this season. He obviously yeah. only had the one, didn't he? Yeah, he got I think he says, like, you know, he needs to add that to his game, which he's. Yeah. He's done so. Yeah, he's like he's, he's a nice guy. So it's good. I, I thought it was. I thought well. it was Dixon that scored. But then someone said, and I asked someone, was it Jack and Ori? <laughs> God, you. I, I'm well, lucky. You've got to kazoos. find your kazoo, mate. Seriously. No. <laughs> oh, he's off again. <laughs> we need that kazoo. Yeah. The kids yeah. have had them. The kids have had them. Uh, I'll find them, mate. I had a whole bag of them. I don't know where they've gone. Your kids have had them. You can't bag of kids. That's why. I mean, the football we were playing, I did not expect this. We only only rested a couple. Where No, no, actually, we rested six. And um, they only rested a couple of players. 
Horsham. Because yeah. I, I obviously um, Daniel Adjikai was in the team and I was absolutely bricking it when I saw his name on yeah. the team sheet because he's a top player. And we we bossed him. We proper bossed him. I, you know, and, and you think, you know, I mean, you, you know, Leon, you know, John, that when someone as good as that, you think, okay, he's 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 always going to get chances. Yeah. Who's that, uh, that, that guy up front with him? Is it, is it Mazzone is his name, isn't he? Yeah. God almighty, he's been scoring goals left, right and centre. He never had a sniff. It was just so good. I, honestly, yeah. com- like, have you been, we've, we've had a run of games, so we went uh, Eastbourne and then uh, the Herm Bay where we were obviously charitable behind a goal, in the, sorry, in defence. It just was a different team. It yeah. just, we uh, the, the the confidence of the play, some great wing play. Um, nice passing. I'll tell, give another credit to Dave Smith last night. He didn't stop mm. running. Mm. And, and really holding the ball up well as well while Joe was moving around. I mean, Dave, I was watching Dave for a little while and his movement. Mm. I, I haven't really, haven't really spent much time watching what he does. But his movement off a ball, he takes yeah. two players with him all the time. And we've, when you've got someone like Joe right next to him, <laughs> that's dangerous for them, isn't it? And that's what happened last night. Yeah, I, I thought I thought my my unsung hero was was Popey really. Yeah. Uh, he was playing in a, such an unusual role for him, very deep, mm. just in front of the defence, really. Yeah. yeah, and he was putting in some clattering tackles. Soft, good old his style tackles, weren't they? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just uh, amazing, you know, to play that much out of position. But um, picking a pass or two as well, you know, what I mean, like there was some fantastic crossfield pop balls from a number of our players, particularly yeah. Ryan Morrill. And I must give you an exclusive here because uh, Ben Pope told me this yesterday. Is that Ryan Wall had an upset stomach? Yeah. So not only was he playing great passes, he was also dropping really sort of bad, smelly ones as well. But <laughs> grateful he didn't do a Gary Lineker then. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and, yeah. But which which Ben thought was hilarious, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I thought he I thought he was moving over the ground like a bit like a hovercraft. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> a real lightness to him. But yeah, apparently yeah, proper stinkers. But you know, just to make it. Childish, but yeah. In terms of the hat trick, fantastic hat trick. Uh, the second goal in particular, I really liked. That was a great team move. Yeah, and, but that uh, third one when he just picked it up in his own half, mm. <laughs> nothing was getting in his way. <laughs> and it just so happens that the boss of Gillingham was at the game. Yeah, Neil Harris. Yeah, yeah, Neil Harris. So uh, uh, an extra motivation to yeah. spank him in, which was um, superb. And then Nori gets a goal, and yeah. I, I think <laughs> maybe the goalkeeper would say. Should have done better. Done better, but well done, Norrie. Still got it. Hit it well enough. Yeah. The thing I the thing I really like about Joe is um, he's got that swagger. Yeah. But he's got no arrogance to him. You, you know, when you chat with him, I was chatting with his brother after the game, and he, you know, just just saying it, it's really good to see. It's he's got a good temperament, but you know, he's got self belief, but it's not coming over with the. Ronaldo type arrogance, is it? It's it's a you know it's a it's a good way of presenting himself. Yeah. Well, he, he knows it's early days. The guy's only seventeen. You know, he hasn't proved anything yet. He wants to go up, and he, he will. I think with that attitude he's got, I think he is going. He's definitely going to. Oh God, yeah. To play, definitely going to be a fixture in league football. I think as he develops. I still can't believe he's only seventeen. It feels like he grows a year every every time we see him, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, just quickly before I forget, he got the Man of the Match award. Uh, and obviously, there was a bottle of probably Prosecco of its Hastings. But um, so he, had he, he couldn't drink it, so he got a J2O, apparently, which I think is so he had a J2O. Bless him. <laughs> but uh, 
Well, that was his his award, a cheap skate. No, 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 he got the food, but they couldn't drink it. So oh, he got right. a J2O instead. Excellent. Excellent, right. But yeah, no, it was a good, entertaining game. And uh, yeah, we knocked him off the park, I think. Not a bad game either, was it, for a you know, midweek? Matches on the telly. Yeah, I thought there might yeah. be a few more of them there. but um, Yeah, but it's quite a way. It is. It is. It's not, a nice, it's not a nice route. I mean, but it was a really sorry, John. It was a really nice. good, a really good noise there, wasn't there? Yeah. And I, I think it was almost like after that, what that nonsense that happened on Saturday was it Saturday? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, it was just nice to you know have a good game to watch yeah. and um, try and wash all that away, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, as I say, fans intermingling, you know, even. Right. They Even good, me and good Chris. sports. Yeah, exactly. Even me and you, mate. But uh, yeah, you know, they were good sports. And um, the goalie was the best sport, though. I, I think that, again, I'll mention that that Nori goal, if you're going to hit a ball straight at someone, um, reminded me a little bit of Bobby Mims against QPR. The <laughs> Tottenham goalie, he uh, was very charitable at Loftus Road. No, I think we have a mention for uh, Andy Q last night as well in the PA. <laughs> he certainly upped his game on the music, didn't he? Mouldy yeah, old doll, mate. Fucking hell. And when Please Release Me came on at half time, Engelbert, yeah. that, that would have been a great tune to have played at the end of the game when the police turned up. <laughs> <laughs> People out the ground. <laughs> it would have been fantastic. But no, I enjoyed all that. No, nice. it's not. I'd be no, but I obviously, I, you know, I always want to tease Andy, but it's nice to hear a mix of music. Yeah, you know, a song that's obviously wind Nat, up. That bugle uh, works brilliant for the. 50, oh, that bugle 50. cracks me up. I'm actually buying a fifty-fifty regularly now because I, I know I'm going to be able to hear it because you get get the bugle, and I think they have they have adjusted the tannoys as well. But it's just it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Well done, Andy. I don't know. I used to be in charge of the music when I was a kid, but the guy must have been a massive punk fan because that's what I remember. At half time, some punk music would come yeah. on, and people yeah. would be like, "What is this?" Shit? <laughs> yeah, that might just be that would be me making it up, but that's what I remember. Ah, no, there was definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I think I know it was, but I mentioned me. <laughs> so yeah, no, he's doing great, Andy, and uh, it must be. It's not. I've been up here seeing what he has to do out there. It's not easy. In that yeah. So, yeah. Well, Adam knows about that, doesn't you, Adam? Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. you've got to get, try and get it right first time. There's no no chance of cock ups, really, are there? No, no, there's definitely not. No, but uh, no, he is doing a good good job up there. He really is. He's done talking well about your there. talking about your radio, Chris. When you're working, do you listen to Conquest Radio? Um, if I when I'm working, no. Um, no. Don't suppose you're allowed. I don't even know if you're allowed to. But no, no, yeah, yeah, we would put a radio station on, but we usually got the telly, and you just but, stick on. There's a mate of mine DJs on a, a Monday afternoon on there between two and four, and they they plug Hastings United at least three or four times an hour. <laughs> it's quite good. It's not bad, but um, they need to sort out the tune at, at the end of. I can't remember what they sing, but it's nothing to do with us. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, yeah, we've got no access to it. Um, no. well, they've got they play the music that Adam used to play at the beginning as they're running out onto the pitch. Can't remember what's called, Adam. What's your tune? Oh, well, um, Sirius by yeah. um, Alan Parsons. Project. That's it. That's it. 
and they they play that and was, and I thought oh, it's Cold Coast Radio they picked that up from somewhere but there's a couple of other bits they got wrong but it doesn't matter they're still plugging a, giving Aston's a bit of a plug all the way through so yeah yeah that's good. Yeah. That's weird because I work at a conquest and I can't access conquest radio because oh, no, they've gone by the bedsides in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, in my place, um, we don't have any of that, so nah. we try and get it on the digital. And I, I don't, yeah, think, I li- are, they, are they on digital? Yeah. yeah, that's why I listen. It's actually a conquest radio app, I think. Or, um, a, yeah, a, if it's not on that, it's a website, and you're just clicking on that. It, it sometimes it jumps in and out a bit, but it's good. So, mm. cut on the smart speaker. Yeah, you'll like it, Chris. It's two hours of most of it's ska music. <laughs> oh, I like a bit of ska, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's good. Okay. Anyway, that's beside the point. There you it's go. Gone, yeah, gone. <laughs> right then, let's look forward to Potter's Bar. Now, Potter's Bar have absolutely sunk like a stone. I think they were top uh, of the league four God. months ago. Four, was it about four or five months ago? They're just dreadful. Maybe. And I know mm. that um, Super Malku isn't with us today, predicted their fall. He did. He did. Malku knows everything. He uh, he was spot on there, and that's there's three points begging there, so that might keep us hoping yeah. for the playoffs. I mean, they're second from second from bottom in the uh, form guide. Oh, are they? Yeah, the last six games they've been, and they've got four points out of the last six games. <clears throat> Mind you, we've only got six <laughs> according to this. <laughs> uh, so it's fake. It's fake news. Fake news. Yeah, yeah. fake news. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, what do we reckon, lads? Um, oh, no, we should win that easy. Especially after yesterday. Confidence is going to be high. Famous last word. Yeah. I, can't see us, <laughs> I, can't, I can't see us losing that. I can't see us gifting more goals like we did on Saturday. So, yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. go 2-0 to Hastings myself. What about yourself, Wills? Uh, well, the good thing is, before I answer your question, um, is is that... <laughs> what are you laughing at, Joel? Okay. Um, the good Good thing is that fortunately we okay we we might consider it against Herne Bay we dropped two points but the teams above us all didn't do any better did they so it's it hasn't really changed much Enfield have got a really poor run in so it's unlikely that they they would stay in the playoff place if it goes to form you know and the, and the opposition they've got so it, it really is a a bit of a dogfight between yeah. three teams there. And and we're still in it with a shout, and it's kind of not too bad to go under the radar and be underdogs here. Um, we just got to keep keep the form that we showed Tuesday night, yeah. and and we've got we're still in there with a chance. I know it it does depend a bit on other teams slipping up ahead of us, but. We're certainly there with a chance. Yeah, I think it's quite good to have a, a, a run of games that are quite close together. If it's going to happen, if you're going to have to have, say, like six or seven games in three weeks, you might as well have it at the end of the season because you phys- physically training does it for you. It, it can just knock you out anyway. But when you're playing a match, if you get on a roll and you start winning, mm. you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that actually happened. Yeah, I'm... I'm Probably even a lower league than Leon had plays in 1980. The weather was dreadful throughout winter. We had about three weeks of games every other week, every other day. We were third from bottom, civil service this was. We won them all. We finished up going up because <laughs> we just oh, won the whole lot. <laughs> and you can, it, it just builds your confidence. You say, oh, I can do anything now. You know? <laughs> so you never know. Don't stop. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Yeah, but, no, I've- I think if we if we don't make it, I reckon Lewis might nick into that. Yeah, that's that quite, spot. Yeah. 
They yeah, turned they, it around at the right time. They've got Herm Bay at yeah, home. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I must say that I don't mind if they win that game. No. So, um, Although their yeah. their Herberts might be at Potter's Bar, apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Lewis have got Herm Bay on Friday. So oh, is it Friday? Um, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was Saturday. Oh, Friday. Okay, mate. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should win that. And then who we got on Monday? Horsham again, isn't it? Horsham again, yeah. And that it won't be as easy, that's for sure. They'll be up for it to yeah. recommend. And they'll have a bigger crowd beyond them. They've already got at least one coach coming over, I saw on Twitter. So Wow. That'd be good. A bit nice. Pack Pilot Field. Yeah. Bit of noise. Over, over a thousand for that. Hopefully so. Should be. Yeah, nice bank holiday. Yeah. The weather's supposed to be good as well. Yeah. I see Billy Wood Perfect. mate. Schoolboy era last night turning out without a coat at the pod <laughs> this time of year. <laughs> you had to go up into the PA box. With yeah, locked in the PA box. <laughs> well, I think, you know, this is it, isn't it? After this, we're either, we'll know we're out or we're, no, if we don't get six points, then it's done. In my in my eyes, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And when you when you think about it, start of the season, we're newly promoted. Okay, we've had a, f- a few players come and go, but he's Gary and um, John have they've had to deal with the basically the same core of the squad, haven't they? Yeah. And to get into a position where we're still now now saying at this stage of the season that. We've got outside chance of getting that um, playoff place is is amazing, I think. Mm. I do. Yeah. I, I do have a feeling we might lose a few players in the summer. Whatever happens, though, I <coughs> think this this squad's been in together for a while, and there'll be changes. I think they're always going to have one or two changes, aren't they? But yeah, it's just got a feel about it. Some of them are getting older. I, can't, I think Sammy's probably he's probably got thoughts about moving on. Yeah, all these service. I don't know, he might 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 stay, it'd be nice if he does, but uh, and there's a few fringe players that are younger and probably might be thinking, I'll go down a league and see what I can do down there. And I don't know. It's we'll see, won't we? Well, I, I, it is because you know, let's bring up the elephant in the room. We still don't know what's going on with the no, ground. No, so that's a bit unsafe you know, players as well. It is. But you know, oh. I think a lot of these players wouldn't be staying anyway. You know, it's you know, it's the nature of <clears> this level of football, you know, it's gonna get you know, people moving on. We're probably never not going to see. I don't think Dave Smith's going to come back. Yeah. I, I don't think. Obviously, Joe is going to move on. Yeah. Higher primes. Probably a few of our defensive players might not be here. So Gary's going to have a busy, busy old summer. I think. Well, but you know, that's football, isn't it? No one yeah. teams don't stay around for it. So it'd be nice if they do, and especially if they if they did get up, maybe that would all keep keep them all together. I'd like to see all the younger local ones, especially stay. Mm. Some of them have come through this year, Leg and Penn especially, and even James Hull. You know, they've all they haven't let themselves down at all, have they? Not one of them. No. And then you've got um, Chalmers. Hopefully, will be coming back. So, I mean, we'll see. One. Yes, well, it's been a, it's been a good season. Yes. You know, all things considered, it's been a very good season. Oh, just quickly before we finished, um, anyone that cannot make the Potter's Bar game, please go along to the Parish Field this Saturday. Uh, Westfield's yeah, yeah. last ever game at the Parish Fields. Please go along, give your support to Westfield. Um, they're on to bigger, they're across the road, they'll be going across the road soon. Yeah. So, um, who are they playing on I, Saturday? I, Can you remember? Yeah, you've got a thinking saddle scoop, maybe. I'm not, oh, yeah, 100% maybe. on that. Yeah, so a nice little local derby. Mm. <laughs> is it saddle Oh, it is, yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, facing saddle Rangers, 
Yeah, good luck to them both, both lots, really. Tasty game, probably eight red cards. <laughs> Stapley sent off. I yeah. can see it here. Oh, yeah. Um, good send off for the parish build. Um, Mr. Jeds, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Windy, Leon, John, and the lovely Adam Carter. Um, see you at the game. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick, Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.